Okay, there you go. What's Hi. up, family? What's up? Just keeping it real with Charles and, and Melindia. Yes, happy Father's Day to happy all the fathers. Father's Day. Yes, so definitely a blessing. Hoping everything is well with you fathers today. Uh, we want to encourage you with just a little something. want to share some thoughts with you uh, concerning taking your seat. That has nothing to do with a remote control, has nothing to do with your little gaming station, but we want you to take a place and a position that you as fathers know is yours. We got, got a special surprise today. Got a special surprise. Yes, uh, we do. We have my father-in-law. And my father, who has uh, set a great example for me, uh, Robert Lee Roseboro Sr., uh, a man that I watched from my childhood coming up, uh, I would say a solid man, um, and he was definitely a rock for our family, and, and you didn't hear me say anything about perfect, did you? And that's the thing about it, sometimes we, we talk about perfection, has nothing to do with it. That was a man that was present, that was a man that, a man of integrity, a man that said that he was going to do something, and he did it. And that's one thing I got to say about him, uh, a good example. Again, if you would, and, and my, I want to, also my mother is here, and I just want to say kudos, hello to hey, my Mom. mother. Mother <laughs> has been there as well. Both of my parents have been a foundation for us. And on this Father's Day, I want to encourage the fathers, the men, and I thank uh, the Lord for my wife, Melindia, and our family, who has, uh, gosh, man, uh, made it a pleasure for me being a father and even for, you know, just being there, uh, gosh, man, for, for my family. And it's a pleasure and an honor for me to have been a father and a leader over my family and this woman right here. Again, if we would, we're going to point to that chair again. And again, we say, fathers, take your seat. Uh, so why am I saying this? The seat is empty right now. And there's a thing. We want fathers to take their seat. And again, fathers out there, if you would, uh, we want to tell you, Kudos. I want to wish again my father happy Father's Day. My brother, Robert, my nephews out there, my uncles out there, uh, just brothers that I either work with or been acquainted with, or people that I don't know, been associated with, brothers in the Lord, even brothers not. So I want to say to you, happy Father's Day. This is with love. This is from the heart. I have my father today. The uh, reason I'm being slow about this, because again, this is a man I look up to, and we want to encourage uh, other fathers and relationships there. So what I'm going to do here, uh, I'm going to mask up. And, and, and th th this is a unique Father's Day here. You know, I must say, I must say, uh, a very unique Father's Day uh, because you see what we're doing right now with the mask. And, and I want to be uh, protective, you know, with my parents. And uh, because, again, uh, my father is a man of 90 years, almost 91, 91 and a half, I mean, 90 and a half, always going on 91. So uh, again, what we want to do, want to introduce my father, we want to share some things with, and again, my father, Robert Lee Roseboro Sr. Okay, so we're going to go over, I'm going to sit next. There you. This is my father. So I want to introduce my father to the okay, Jake Kerr family. Robert L. Roseboro Sr. Okay, we want to talk a little bit today about fatherhood. And again, as I mentioned, take your seat. Now, for my father, for my father, Robert 
He has been here as a deacon for our family. And I want to tell my father, thank you, you know, for what you have been to us. It wasn't always the closeness, wasn't always there, wasn't always there. But, but I thank God that he allowed me to understand my father's plight. So again, we want to encourage the fathers out there and the ones that have been taking the seat. And the seat I'm talking about is the seat of protection, the seat of surrounding your family, the seat of leadership, the, the seat there to set an example for your families. If you haven't and you are not taking that seat, we want to encourage you today to take the seat to take that seat. And so uh, my father, and I'm gonna let him tell a story. He grew up and in a family and the seat was empty. There was no father there in, in, in that seat. So for him, I want him to share his experience with that. And, and maybe fathers, if you're not there for your kids, maybe you can learn something from that and to see how important that is for a father to be there, to be in your life, to be present, to be in the seat. So then, if you would, um, just welcome you to our Just Keeping It Real audience, our family. And I just want you to share your experience of, of coming up and not having a father there and just the absence of that, what that did in your life. That caused me to be an angry person. From the time I can remember, when my daddy left his family, I was six years old, mm -hmm. and from that time on, I was I was in a lost world. I was angry, but I'm glad I can say that my youngest son, Charles, helped me get over the anger I had been with me for 50 years. Yeah, can, can, I, can I interject just yeah. a little bit? Yeah. What he's talking about, as, as a child, your children know when something is going on at times. And I know we used to talk as our kids, you know, as our siblings, we just say, oh, dad is mean, dad is mean, man. But after most of my siblings left, and, and you and I, we, we had spent time together, and I know in a conversation there where I, I became a little vulnerable, you know, as a teenager, I was, what, 15, 16, father and I had a, had a discussion. And we've always felt we didn't have a voice, you know, as a child. It was always us listening, you were talking. So, and, and, and at that time, I said to you, I think you you said, you think you're a man or something, you, you mentioned to me. And I said, no, I'm, I know I'm not a man, I'm your son. And I say, you don't listen to us, you know, that's why I can't talk to you. And that started a dialect then, and then you and I started talking. But as I noticed and came up years later, as we conversated, I noticed that my father seemed to have had some anger. And so by this time I was in my maybe 20s or 30s. Mm -hmm. And then I said, something came to me saying, your father needs to forgive in order to be free. You know, he needs to forgive. So, and, and that's, that's what we want to say. And so I mentioned to you, actually, I said, Dad, have you forgiven your father? You, you remember that conversation? I asked my father, have he forgiven his father? And so, uh, but we go ahead and finish telling that story now. Go ahead. When my dad was, uh, 93 years old. My son, our son Charles, found him and got us together. And, and he 
you to take that seat. If there's a void in your child's life right now, we're saying to that child, forgiveness is the key. Forgiveness is the start to your freedom. Because again, as I learned, and I share with my father, because I think you probably in your maybe 60s? Yes. Yeah, and see, and at the time, that was hard for me, because to even ask that question. But once I learned through, through God, through the word, I learned that forgiveness is the key. I had to share that with my father, but I was nervous to share it because I didn't know how you would respond. And you didn't respond very well when I asked that question. But it came together. God brought it together. And what we are saying is that as my father, even a man in his late 60s to his early 70s, was to forgive his father who was in his 90s, and he got released through that forgiveness, then you today, in order to be free, child, son, daughter, you got to forgive that father, even though the seat yeah. is empty. You got to forgive him. And what we're asking you, fathers, is that you be aware today that it's important for your child. We're talking to my father here that's 90 and a half years old, and he's telling you how he, and each, even from a child, that he carried this bitterness. He carried this till he, he was in his late 60s or early 70s. Come on, fathers, take the seat. Take the seat. We need to protect our children. Take the seat. We need to be leaders for them. Take yeah. the seat. Fathers, come on. We need to take the seat. Some of you may be incarcerated, if you hear me. Then get with whether it's a ministry or some form of help to resources that help you to actually learn how to be a father, to learn God's word. Get with somebody. Get with mentors. Because, yeah, did, did, did you, for, for you coming up, and you're raising a family of six children, you and mom. Did you have an example to, to uh, or did you get a heads up or a book to read or instruction or manual that helped you as a father? No, I didn't. So, so, and I'm sure you made mistakes. Made a mistake. And, and, and myself, I didn't either. You know, I made mistakes with our two children. Yeah. So what we are saying is that brothers out there, let's take hold, let's lock arms, let's teach each other. 
and let's learn, you know, how to be fathers, how to be good fathers, not just a father, because a lot of feel like because I can make a baby, then it makes me a man. Listen, you may be the father of many, but you may not be the father to any. And that's what we're trying to talk about here today. Learn to be not just a man, but a man of God and a father. So again, you know, uh, yeah, I appreciate you, you know, sharing that because uh, I was able to witness that. And we haven't talked about yeah. that much. You know, that's we right. said that we haven't even, even, we haven't talked about this much. So Dad, if you would, again, I'm gonna turn our family back over to you. You can say whatever that's on your heart concerning First, I, I'd like to thank you for getting me with my dad uh -huh. because that changed my life. And absolutely, definitely. I, I was honored yeah. to be there. I was honored to be able to yeah. do that. God used me, and I, and I yeah. was honored to do it. So, uh, there's nowhere in the world I could have been, I could have had forgiveness in my heart if I hadn't seen my dad in his dying days. Almost in the dying days, right? Look, yes, look down on him, right? And forgive him. And, and it was four, four generations of us. Yes. You, you know, your father, you, me, yes. and my son Darren. Yes. So we were all there. Four we generations there. of us, this man. And, and we all gathered something, garnered something that day. And and that was yes. this, you know, yes. definitely. And and I think that helped everybody. That yes. day. Yes. Go go ahead, Dan. I, I appreciate that because. Uh, it really changed my life in many ways. And uh, for you being like you are, you really have to change my life and be a better, better, better father. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate really that. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and we, we spent time together. And, and back in the old days, parents didn't have wasn't even associated with children. Mm -hmm. They didn't ever have a quiet conversation or nothing like that. But it really changed me. And all my children had to change me to be a better father. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me. So, so I want to say something on that, Doc. Is that son, daughter, talk to your parents. Talk to your father. If you something you don't understand, question it. Wonder why he is the man he is. Ask the questions. Ask him. I'm not saying you're going to get good answers. It may be hard. The truth may be hard. But start the conversation. Fathers, start the conversation with your sons and your daughters. Find out who they are. Find out who each other is in this relationship. We've got to do that. We've got to work at it. And that's one thing. Fathering is just not just having babies and getting uh, females pregnant. That's not it. It takes work to be a father. Not, not just a father, but a great father at that. It takes work. Put in the work. Take the seat, fathers. Take the seat because the seat is empty. And it's time for us to do it for protection. We need to do it for leadership, mentorship. We need to do those things. And, and, and also, I want to say this too, that God not only placed me here with my father to have resolution or basically coming together there with your father, but also my wife. I, I want to say that, that, that God had allowed me to be there because my wife also grew up and the father wasn't there for her. So again, I experienced some of the same things. And I hope she don't mind me telling her story. But 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 there there was some. And if, if you want to chime in, you definitely can do it. Because there 
and there's a hurt there. So I dealt with a hurt from this. Yeah, I, I recognize that, and I recognize that from my wife. And so with that, God allowed me to be in another place that I kept trying to bring she and the father together. And, and it got to a point that it just did, it just wasn't working out, wasn't working out each time. But I thank God that before he passed away, before he left this earth, that we were able to resolve that issue. We were able to come together. Yeah. We were able to talk about forgiveness. We were able to say that we love each other. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, mm -hmm. uh, as far as black men, can I talk to the black men one second? The brothers, can I talk to the black men one second? Because in our family, one thing we don't say is I love you. Yeah. That, that's one thing we don't say. And we, we, grew, we grew up, we didn't say that. We didn't holler, there was little to no uh, emotional affection there shown. But guess what? The woman here behind this camera or this phone is the one that caused me to release in that area. And, and also I had a brother, and I have to give props to my brother, Tom State, who also released me when it comes to men to say, hey, brother, we can be vulnerable with each other. And, and that I appreciate. And, and she had me to say one day, you probably remember we were here, and she said, well, why don't you kiss your father? Yeah. You remember that? And I sit back and I looked at her and I'm thinking, well, why are you trying to start something now? You know, that's how I felt because that wasn't yeah. enough. But, but, but that, then she, it was a, a, a challenge and I took the challenge. And then even to say I love you, that's something we didn't do. We didn't do. But, but we do now. My yeah. father and I were close. Like I say, all this stuff here that we got going on, I want to be careful, you know, you know, with that, with, with my father. But I want to say thank you, Dan. I want to say thank you for being a solid man. Thank you for being a man of your word. Thank you for being a businessman. Thank you, man, just, just for leading our family out. You know, even Bible, you know, I want to say thank you. You know, for the spiritual, you and mom, thank you all. And like I say, again, we don't talk perfection, but we love you. And again, Dad, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for helping me to be a better man. So what we want to do, Dad, I would like for you, we, we're going to end our call here in our meeting with our family with some words of wisdom for my father who has lived through a lot of stuff, especially with black man. We're going through a lot. He's seen a lot. And I'm just saying, Dad, if you would, reach out to the families there and, and some word of wisdom that you can give. What I would say to help families, men, don't touch a woman that you would marry. And please be a father when you're a father. Never leave your children because you can have somebody be hurt for a whole lifetime if you don't. You good? Okay. All right. And something I want to say is that we also need to practice unconditional love. Fathers, you may have sons and daughters probably not doing half of what you think they ought to be doing. Mm -hmm. Don't worry so much about your thing. See, for me as a father, I know, and, and as parent, children may not do what we desire. But the thing about it, if you lead an example and teach them God's way, yeah. God's path, then when they veer off, just like the prodigal son, that father was there waiting. He was there waiting for his son to return back. And he met him and greeted him with a hug, with a robe, 
with a ring. So that was restoration. Either way, if your children don't do like you, or like even the way God said, love them unconditionally. I didn't say side with the wrong. I said love them even through the wrong unconditionally. Confirm them. You are my son. You are my daughter. You don't have to do anything to be that. That's who you are. Affirm that. Speak those words. You are my godly son, my godly daughter. So in, in short, again, we want to thank you all, but I'm going to hear the last words from my father. Where's the husband? Got anything else you'd like to say, Dan? I tell anybody, you can't make it without God. You, you have to have God in your life to be a man. Yes, sir. Right. Trust God and do God's work. And it's okay yeah. to be vulnerable. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. Dad, I love you, man. You know, I, 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 love, I love it. And, and love with all what we're dealing with here, yes. I love my father, yes. and I tell you, yes. and I appreciate the woman behind this, yes. that helped open me up. Again, fathers, take your seat. The seat is empty. Again, we're not talking about a recliner with a remote yeah. control. We're not mm -hmm. talking about a gaming station. We're yeah. talking about the seat for seat your father. family, mm -hmm. the seat for your children. Take it. The seat is in there. Well, until the next time, just keeping it real with Charles and Melinda, or with my father, Robert L. Roseboro, Senior. Again, happy Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just keeping it real.